0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lemur Cast, the podcast for the minor league professional baseball experience team, the Louisville Lemurs. I am your host today, P.M. Shram or G.M. Shram, to my near and dear players. Today, I have two of my rookies on one that is a rookie recreate, and one that is entirely new to the PBE although he does have some experience in other sim leagues he's making his first foray into fantasy baseball my two guests today are players Hagandas and Joseph Brady Joseph Brady do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself please? Oh, up
1: I'm well like you said, my name's Joseph Brady but but people call me Joe
0: All right, Joe. Um, And uh, if you want me to refer to you by anything besides Joe, just let me know, but uh, Joe is fine. Doesn't Uh, really matter to me. Do you want to let me know what position you play, Joe?
1: I'm playing center field.
0: Yes, that's correct. We just got you in the lineup, and I hope you're very excited because today is going to be your first official sim stream day so the stream is going to be at 1 eastern hopefully you can watch that so you can see how your player performs on his first outing Uh,
1: i might be i might not be able to get up i should be able to come when the lemurs play
0: all right great uh and then also with me today is player Hagendas, who used to be cj bouchard who is still on the lemurs until the end of the season at which point he will be retired and uh, his stats will be um, permanently uh, set off. And Hagendaz, uh, do you want to introduce yourself?
2: Hello, I am Hagendaz, the sweetest player you'll ever meet.
0: Oh, I like uh, that.
2: And I play second base for the Louisville Lemurs.
0: I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just very distracted right now. It is snowing in Georgia. It's fine. Don't I'm worry look, about it. I'm looking out my window, and I'm seeing snowflakes. i got to text my wife so she can go outside and look. Well, give me one second here. Um, Everybody listening to the podcast, that is pretty crazy. We have snow here in Georgia. It does not happen often. And it was cold, I knew, but I didn't think it would actually snow. It's snowing. All right, anyway, back to the matter at hand, the podcast at hand, the LemurCast. So... Um Haagen-Dazs, how do you want me to refer to you? You want me to call you Hagandaz or you want me to call you uh CJ Bouchard or you want me to call you um Pagan Min? How do you want me to refer to you?
2: Um either Hagendaz or Pagan Min works, depending on Con- which you easiest.
0: Context <laughs> It'll probably be easiest for me just to call you hagen and Joseph Brady since that's your player names this year But um, you know if I, I I don't mean any offense either way So if uh, you want me to call you something besides uh, Joe and Hagen, uh, let me know and I can of course acquiesce to that request but um, So let's talk a little bit about uh, what? What happened? Why Hagen Das is replacing um, CJ Bouchard? So um, CJ Bouchard was a, I believe, season twenty-seven or season twenty-eight create, uh, if that's correct, Hagen. And um, we uh, he he'd been performing well this year, but uh, it you decided that you wanted to recreate a new player. Do you want to walk me a little bit through that mindset? Why you wanted to retire the old and and start fresh uh, here in season thirty-one of the PBE?
2: Well. Simply put, I was going to be behind all the other outfielders and all the other players who were getting called up to their teams. um, Because I had been inactive for a few seasons. And checking my balance, uh, you know, I was in the negs. uh, But I figured it was no better time to recreate than now. I would already figured out how everything works. Which is what my main goal was to begin with when I came back, to figure out how everything works. Now that I have... I figured it's best to start start over, start fresh. And, and so I did, creating Hogendoz.
0: Yeah. I think that was a, a really good idea. Um I know uh you when you came back, I, you had been inactive for some time. I reached out and you did express interest in playing in the PBE and you had your character um and you know i kind of taught you again how to play and and what to do and i went through the same process for you joe but uh your player was old Uh, i think you made the right choice um you know you played uh, for a few seasons figured out what to do and now that you're comfortable actually doing the weekly tasks and and doing those things Recreating now is the is the time to do it. Uh, now that you understand how to be successful in the PBE, understand what you need to do every week to max earn, and understand how to make money by doing things like these podcasts. Uh, starting with a fresh player is going to keep you in line with the other players on your uh, same season level. So while Bouchard was having a rough year in the beginning, but is now exceeding all expectations, hitting really well. Uh, in the long run, you're going to be much better off with a fresh player that is max earning. So I think you made the right choice. Uh, so I'm really happy that uh, you think so as well and that you are now starting off the uh, new season with a, a fresh player uh, after you understand what you're doing. And Joe and I actually went through this a little bit yesterday uh, when we were, or maybe it was Thursday, walking through his player. He didn't know what all the attributes were. And actually some of this session uh, of the podcast we're going to devote to going through what the various uh, attributes of the PBE are and do but um, you, you know those are all things that you don't know necessarily coming into the league and when you uh, recreate after being here a while and understand uh, it gives you the perfect opportunity to be the best player that you can be so any final thoughts on Hagendas, uh why you moved from outfield to infield or um, your excitement going forward in the PBE there Hagen
2: um <clears throat> reason i switched to infield is to you know give my player a bit of uniqueness compared to my last player you know i wanted to make sure he was not just a carbon copy mm-hmm. of cj so where did i start with uh to making sure he was unique cj plays outfield uh, Hagen will play infield
0: all right that's a good enough reason for me now so you're not sitting in silence out there let's go to you joe why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, how you found the pbe what your expectations are coming into the league um a little bit about your player and uh etc so let's start with uh how you found the league joe
1: i was looking for like i remember joining a sim league back for originally i was looking for a football one but i found this and i thought why not join on this board.
0: All right, so yeah, um, I think the the PBE is oh one second. I'm gonna get bowl in here Looks like bowl zero is going to uh, be hopping in here soon um, So yeah uh, The PBE is the only sim league I'm a part of I've heard of the other uh, sim leagues out there uh, like the ISFL, I think is the football league. Hagen, uh, das, are you part of the ISFL? Hagen,
2: I am not part of the ISFL, but I am part of the SEFSL.
1: Ah, that's I, the one. That I actually, I used to be part of that, but I joined back because I, but I, I but I, I was hacked and and the hackers left the thing before I got my thing back.
0: Interesting. You got hacked in the SCFL.
1: No, I got no, I got my Discord account got hacked.
0: Oh, I see. That's a real bummer. I I
1: I I was able to get it back due to due to the hacker being an idiot and not changing the email. Mm -hmm. But he did leave the SCFL before, and I and I rejoined. I made a new character in there as well
0: got you well that's a bummer that you got hacked in the uh, you you know your discord account got hacked I've never met a malicious uh, user here at the PBE so hopefully a situation doesn't come like like that doesn't come up again although maybe the hacker for your discord account didn't necessarily come from the uh, SEFL but maybe from yeah, somewhere yeah it, di- it of didn't
1: it. come from the FCFL I know that because I I know. I know it didn't, because I know everyone there. They wouldn't do that.
0: Yeah. Uh, as I said, the PBE is a really friendly and welcoming place. And actually, speaking of that, why don't you talk about your uh, rookie onboarding experience a little bit, Joe? Tell me about what it was like uh, joining the PBE and and what you uh, kind of expected from that and how it actually went, and a little bit about the creation of your player.
1: Well, I was expecting it to actually be harder than it actually was. I would looked so confusing at first like after i made my character the rookie task i got really confused over it except for three but you managed to help me except for one because i am not that i'm not able to write that long
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so um i think it uh it's definitely helpful to have a uh you know uh, uh so pbe is supposed to have these rookie mentors that reach out to you did you have any rookie mentors reach out to you or was it really just me and the other minor league gms that uh uh, got in touch well,
1: with you. Only one, but that really wasn't that that helpful, to be honest.
0: hmm Tell me a little bit about that experience.
1: It, am I allowed to say to hear the name it was? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, that's fine. You can name it. It was can...
1: 42AE. They tried to explain that. Explain it. I got to... They explained the carrot player thing really well. hmm But they... But he didn't really explain anything about the rookie task. He just – about the rookie task. He just had a link.
0: Mm, I see. Well, um, you know, when I started uh, in the PBE, it was very – I was confused as well. It it wasn't easy to figure out what exactly I was supposed to do, how to be a good player, or um, how to do anything really. Um, I was worried about the Twitter uh, aspect of it. Uh, You can earn money by posting links on Twitter. I don't do Twitter. I'm, I'm an old-ass man, so I don't do Twitter, but uh, it, it, I was that was one of my concerns, and I didn't really know what to do or, or who to get in touch with, but I got really lucky, I guess, in that there was a, a rookie mentor who reached out to me, and I was like, look, man, I, I don't know what I'm doing here. I, I don't understand how to, how to do this stuff. There were videos, but... Um, I was looking for like a written text document, which didn't really exist. So I created um, one myself, and, and Joe, I sent that to you. Did did you find that written text document helpful that I sent you?
1: Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, so I, I created that because I, I, I do better by reading rather than watching mm-hmm. videos. But um, so that didn't exist when I got, got here, and I got really lucky in that a rookie mentor sat down with me on voice chat like I did for you, Joe. And I think I did the same for you hagendas uh, maybe not necessarily when you first got onboarded but um maybe in a podcast to talk about how to build your update page did did, did we sit one-on one to do that hagendas
2: i'm sorry could you repeat the question for me uh,
0: i i was asking you know did we sit one on one and on and i went over with you how to build an update um via video chat or voice chat or uh, i think i did right
2: i don't think you did but i've already i i, I... I figured it out myself how to do that.
0: Ah, got it. Well, so some of the rookies, um, I guess this is before Hagenas, since he was a recreate. But the rookies at um, uh, incoming, I like to sit down one with one, one on one with them, and uh, show them how to, you know, create an update page and how to, you know, make sure they're maximizing the TPE they're spending and putting them in the right spots. So um, I I just think it it helps people get acclimated into the league, and if you're acclimated into the league properly, you're going to have more fun here, and if you're having more fun here, you're going to stick around longer, and uh, PBE community is going to grow, and that's really my job as a minor league GM, is to make sure that people are coming in, um, getting acclimated well having fun with the league, and that way they're going to stick around and the league can grow. That's my number one goal, although collecting wins for the Lemurs is uh, a very close number two. Uh, Also with us today, we have Bull Zero. Bull Zero, thank you for joining. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and the player that you play?
3: Yep, I'm Bull Zero, is Bright, starting pitcher on the Lemurs. Would have been here earlier, but I accidentally overslept. Eh,
0: That happens. (laughs) you know, early here in the morning. So, Bull Zero, tell us a little bit about your player, uh, the name of it and um, uh, the name of the player, how you're performing this season, and some of your uh, goals around, um, you know, what you wanted your player to accomplish and whether or not you're accomplishing their goals.
3: Well, we were doing rather nicely until this last sim, which we probably don't want to ever speak of ever again. (laughs) I haven't necessarily checked how many how many hits I got drilled with in the last sim since we went over, I believe.
0: Yes, we did get over for, for wins. So what's the name of your player?
3: Cassius Bright. Cassius Bright. But until then we I was having a nice solid season so far and was as a team we we're also doing rather well. We were leading the division and we definitely are not now oh yeah i took another loss and my era dropped it. i mean, jumped another half point so that's fun but overall it's been a nice season and hopefully we'll get the ship righted and be on our way back to the playoffs
0: yeah i think um we can definitely get the ship righted here uh we do have a new outfielder so Uh, And that is the uh, user sitting in here now, Joe. Joseph Brady is our new outfielder. Um, But Denny is the uh, user that he was replacing. Denny um, was a very good hitter. And uh, while we'll immediately improve in center field defense with the replacement of Denny to Joseph Brady, I do believe that our hitting is going to suffer a little bit because Denny had about 150 TPE whereas uh, uh, Joseph Brady is going to only have 100. So I think we're gonna see a little bit of a dip um, in individual user performance uh, this Saturday, but by next Tuesday, we should be right where we were because uh, Joseph Brady should get his update committed, which we built together. And that has about 25 TPE in it, and then as a late joiner, he should be getting about another 25 TPE. So he should be right around the same area as Denny Denny was by next Tuesday. But even then, you know, going over uh, last uh, on uh, what was it? It was um, Thursday. uh, That was just the Sim Gods kind of dropping us or crashing us back to the mean. Uh, for our um, players, so it's uh, unfortunate that it um, happened, but uh, I definitely see us as long as we continue updating and continue to be logging our TPE to be improving over the season. Uh, Another thing, too, in addition to the replacement of Denny for uh, Joe Brady, is I adjusted our pitching uh, a little bit as well. So previously, we were leaving our starting pitchers in for quite some time because they were getting shelled um and so in about the seventh inning or so. So what I did is I adjusted our uh relief pitching. We don't have that many good relievers right now, but we do have uh, two good ones. We have Quetnor quarters, who I have set a stopper eighth and, eighth and later. He's performing very well this season. But I switched Abraham Lim Crabb from a middle reliever to a setup reliever. And what I'm hoping that will do is it will prevent Abraham Lim Crabb from coming in, Uh, to games where we're losing and have him only come up in the sixth inning or later when we have the lead and our pitchers are in trouble. Now, because I can't individually manage every sim game, um, you know, that's not something that I can necessarily guarantee. But I'm hoping that that change, uh, the PBE engine, is going to understand what I'm trying to do here in that if we're losing, we put in somebody like Kim Julian, Ben Brat-McFraud, Martin Krat, Fuhain Bin-Paid, or John Davison. If we're winning and somebody gets in trouble in an inning post-six, Abraham Limcrab comes in eighth or later and lead is self-explanatory and is working properly with Quentin O'Quarters. But um, what I don't want to happen is I, a few games last season, or last sim in the seventh inning, we had a bases-loaded situation. And if a reliever came in, it was a bad reliever. Otherwise, we left the starting pitcher got, in too long. So
3: then both of them got drilled. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I'm hoping that little adjustment to the bullpen will work. Um, you know, it's really tough when we only have two uh, active users in the bullpen. Um, you know, pitchers are a rarity in the PBE. I think most mostly because players want to see their player play every day, and they want to see you know how many uh, you know how their stats do. So, um, you know, thank you for being an active starting pitcher there, Bull Zero. Um, I think we've got a really good starting rotation uh, outside of one, but uh, pitchers are, you know, active pitchers, uh, people go for them. So, um, you know, that's, I think you're expecting the call up next season, too. Is that accurate, Bull?
3: That's the 10th plan right now.
0: Okay. So, what team are you uh, currently drafted for in the major leagues?
3: The Ruggers. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'll probably be part of the gain-shelled part next season since we're (laughs) in the middle slash start of a rebuild there right now, but...
0: Yeah. So are they um, uh, expecting to put you into the bullpen and have you working out of the bullpen next season?
3: Yes. Okay. I'll be be actually swapping out to be a reliever next season, then probably back to a starter based on T P levels in, a bit later on
0: yeah that's what i did when i got called up for the buffalo surge i started as a, uh, a starting pitcher in the minor league pbe for the lemurs did really well there got caught got the call up uh, moved into the bullpen uh threw out of the bullpen um and then in my second season because i was performing well in the bullpen i got moved to starting pitcher and i had a really good season um not the first season as starting pitcher, but the second p- season as starting pitcher. And this is my third season as starting pitcher, I, th- I think. And let me just double check here. And, uh... Uh, no, actually. I'm a liar. This isn't my third season as a starting pitcher. It's my second season as starting pitcher. This season is not so good. <laughs> um, I am not performing it as well as I did last season, unfortunately. But... That I mean, is the law. That, that,
1: that might be because the batters are, are, are upgrading.
0: Yep. Everybody is always improving in the PBE, which means that you always need to get in your updates and, and make sure that you're updating. Were you going to say something, Joe? I'm sorry if I cut you off.
1: Yeah, I was going to say because the, the more they upgrade, the less effective your picture will be.
0: Yeah. Uh, But the more you upgrade your pitcher the more effective your pitcher will be so it's a give-and-take Sometimes you do well sometimes you don't but you got to zoom out and not uh, get worried about individual results It's much like the actual real game of baseball in that in baseball You need to have a short memory, especially if you're a pitcher But if you're a batter too, you know if you're not slashing well at the plate You got to forget about it come out the next day and just go and if you have a bad sim like we did on Thursday Forget about it short memory It's a brand new day today hopefully uh, our um, we have a much better showing uh, this afternoon than we did on Thursday. So,
3: well, then it won't really take a whole lot.
0: <laughs> one win would be a better sim than last mm-hmm. time because it doesn't matter how bad you get beat; it still only counts as one loss. You could l- lose twenty-six to one; it's still only one L.
3: Yes, but if you lose twenty-six to one, your bullpen is shredded, <laughs> so yeah. that will cause more losses.
0: I, maybe, you know, that's a good point. I wonder if I can put a position player as a long-relief low. Uh,
3: Since that happened in New Orleans, like one of these games, they went like a football score and lost that, and then the bullpen was completely destroyed after that.
0: Yeah, you know, that's that's a good point here. Let me check my lineups. I wonder if I can put in a position player as a, uh, a long-relief low. Uh, Low priority. You know, like they do in real baseball when you're just getting absolutely shredded, you put the short yeah, stop prob- in a pitcher and, and they just yeah, go that, out there and that, throw
3: That probably isn't happening.
0: Uh, turns into a home run derby. That would be funny.
3: But Well probably already was a home run derby if you're thinking about that.
0: <laughs> um Bowl, so we have a unique experience here for you. Um you had the normal uh call up uh draft uh experience. Hagendas was a little bit different since he was inactive. And Joseph Brady is a brand new user who doesn't know about how that works. So I think it would behoove Joe to listen to how the uh, call-up experience in the pbe is supposed to work do you want to talk a little bit about your uh, creation of a player how you progressed and grew into a uh, an active user how you got drafted and then how working with the major league teams in the pbe works so to give him a little bit of an idea of what to expect
3: yeah obviously in the scouting process in the process lead up to the draft Scouting is typically a whole lot of fun because you get to talk to a lot of different people. And even though I'm in two other sim leagues, I still met some other nice people throughout that process as well. Um, draft Day is always a lot of fun, which is why everyone always looks forward to that. And I ended up going to the team that I realistically wanted to with New Orleans since I know they're, both their GMs I have played with and worked with them in the IS available for they're kind of kicking my butt a little bit with the um, getting my shit done because I have not been as on top of that. It's nice getting a list from them because some of them will, depending on the team that you go to, some of them will have a list where they will help ensure that you do what you need to do on a weekly basis and stuff. But typically all GMs should be more than willing to help out as need be. And at some point after the draft, you'll talk about you and the team will talk about what the plans are going forward and what you're ex- what they're exactly looking for from you in the future. Now I'll determine when that call-up happens. With New Orleans, it's happening sooner rather than later since they need the pitchers, and I'll get up in TP soon enough with that.
0: Okay. Any questions, Joe?
1: Like, how... how, how- did you find t- t- how it worked? How helpful were the people that helped you in get the get started in the draft process?
3: Well, what getting started is obvious is gonna be obviously a little different than me and a lot of other players because this is my third sim league, so I kind of already knew how it all worked. Um. It's just always nice to be chatting with new people when it comes to the draft process and seeing how, what they value in their teams and such, and, yeah. Okay. Because I'm a GM in the ISFL, I'm also in WSBL, so I kind of have a good feel for how all this stuff works. Okay yes if you have any other questions though i'd be happy to help as well as well as our gms here are pretty good too all right
0: any other uh, questions uh there mr joe not not right now okay again you know as you get acclimated into the league it can be a little bit uh difficult and tricky and and there's a lot of moving parts but Right now all you need to worry about is just updating your player, making them as good as they can be, and uh, you do that by logging your TPE. So uh, you have a few more days to do your PT and JPT which I did link to you uh, in your um, uh, DMs. Did you get a chance to write those 150 word um, quick responses or not yet?
1: I've been trying to, i the word counter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, should only, uh, you know, 150 words is not that long. It's just a few paragraphs. I know you struggle with writing, you know, longer, uh, things. Right, so,
1: right now, my 39
3: words. 39 and I, words? And I'm having trouble thinking of any more. Yeah, PTs are not the most fun thing ever.
0: It's funny you say that because I, um, I, uh, I was a writer, uh, in college. I, um, Majored in creative writing. I can just pound out thousand word essays. No problem. I just ch- 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 ch, takes me I'm about
3: really a writer that
0: <laughs> five minutes. In other leagues,
3: I specifically got jobs. That got me PT cause I got my PT pass because I won no part of it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's interesting.
3: because even Though this league does not have that option.
0: No, that's true. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, Joe, um, you know, so, like, wh- what is the struggle that you have with um, writing 150-word uh, PTs and JPTs? Did, I did give you writing prompts, right, about what to do, um, uh, what to write about. Did that help yeah, at well, all? or a,
1: a little bit, but then what? But I, hang on. I'm going to show my screen so you can look at what I got.
0: Sure. They won't be able to see it on the podcast, course, but we can see it here in the Discord.
1: What I got for the think of. To say
0: how
1: your team. Hmm. Sorry, not words.
0: Yeah. So let's see. Um. So this is for the for the first link um first think right about how you're super excited to be part of the lemurs and your experience being onboard in the team so it sounds like or, or it looks like you just wrote that you're excited to be part of the lemurs it will be a great pleasure playing for them this season and you think it's going to be splendid time playing for the team so now i would talk a little bit about your um onboarding experience you know talk about how uh, the gm reached out to you uh you went one-on-one uh, went over how to build an update page you know talk about that we were on the phone for maybe an hour or so right so I would just uh, write a little bit about that experience you know so no need to uh, do it now um, and also you wrote the GM but if you wanted to pad your word count a little bit you could say the general manager of the lemurs PM Shram. you know so you, you can find ways to uh, pad words like that so just um, Think about what you can uh, add for your uh, your PTS and JPTS. Um, again, you need it's 150 words every week uh, for each one, so um, it some shouldn't might just, be. In, some in, of
1: my just skip if I can't think of anything.
0: Yeah, I always not saying, I will. I'm not, saying,
1: I'm not I'm I'm not saying I, I I will skip all of them, but sometimes I may skip them if if I find it difficult.
0: Yeah. Every week, uh, in order to help the team, I or the rookies especially, I give out writing prompts. So that way you don't start with writer's block. I, I always give a little prompt that says, hey, you know, if you don't know what to write about, write about this. And that should be able to get you started as you go. And you're already at 50 words, so you're one-third of the way done. So you should be able to knock those out. Um, the introduction PT is a little bit more difficult um, in that it's 750 words to get the max 9 TPE for that. Um, but that isn't immediate. Uh, that doesn't have an immediate requirement. The PT and JPTs need to be done by this um, by Monday, I believe, the 14th. Let me just confirm what the
3: uh what the, Sunday by midnight.
0: Sunday by midnight. Okay, so yeah, so you have all of today and, t- and tomorrow to write the to write the 150 word ones. But the introduction uh, PT of 750 words, you have a much longer to. To write that one uh, Joe so um, if you write the 150 word ones you're gonna get 5 TPE so it's important to get those because that 5 TPE adds up over time so make sure that you write them if you can and um, if you're having trouble you can always reach out to your teammates here and they can give you writing prompts uh, you know or ideas what to write about and you can reach out to me as well via DM and I can uh, also give you additional writing prompts to help you write those
1: Okay.
0: Let's talk about um let's talk about your uh your player, uh, Joe. So when um we got off the phone after I showed you how to make a an update page, you had mentioned that you wanted to talk a little bit about what your player was going to do this season and what your plans for him were. Do you want to elaborate a little bit about what you want um Joe Brady to uh to excel at or succeed what? in or, or anything well, like that?
1: First let me just repeat something so that everyone can hear it. That I said during the thing, the like a general thing, not an in depth. Like what I want to try to do is try to balance him to be able to work outfield and be a good batter.
0: Mhm.
1: So for when for that he can be like be like for that I feel like it would be helpful for, for the team if he could do both really well. Mhm. So far, that's going. I'm gonna see how how that's going at today.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you want to be both a competent fielder and a good batter, and that's important. But not in addition to that, you want to be a good base runner too, right? Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I put some points into stealing and speed. I think speed will help will will coincide with the stealing because faith it. If you tr- no matter how much you have in in stealing. If, if you're not fast enough to get to the bases, you're never going to steal.
0: Yeah, definitely. So the success that you have at stealing and uh, preventative measures of being thrown out while attempting a steal – are a formula. Yeah, they're 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 a formula based on your um ba- uh, your base running ability and your speed. I don't know the specific formula off the top of my head, but speed is how fast you are, which is very important, but stealing ability is more about knowing when to steal, body language of the pitcher to know when to take off. Um, your ability at sliding into the base, things of that nature. So the more mechanical aspects besides just pure speed. So they're both important and um, uh, to, to be a good base runner. But um, right now you've got a, a good start. I think you're going to be successful stealing bases already in the minor leagues. And, um, you know, we can boost that a little bit more to prevent you from getting uh, thrown out once we start looking at the stats that, uh, that start piling in, definitely.
1: Yep. And I'm going to... The- We'll start looking at the other PTs, see what gives a lot of TPE, see mm-hmm. if there's anything I can do that I feel comfortable with doing.
0: Yeah, so um, to give you a quick rundown of the way to earn PTE every week, or TPE, excuse me, um, every week you do an activity check. That gives you plus three TPE. You do a weekly training. As a rookie, you can do the – uh, plus three rookie training, which uh, is costs five hundred thousand dollars. As a major league, or after your first rookie season, you can do the plus five TPE training, uh, which costs a million dollars. And um, you can also play the forum game, which uh, gives you plus two TPE. In addition to those three, there's the PTs, which are the hundred and fifty word writing prompts. Those give you three TPE. And then there's the JTPs, or JPTs, excuse me. But does
1: JTP, PT mean?
0: Uh, so PT stands for point task, and JPT stands for journal point task. So the PT is a uh, point task that requires 150 words, and you get 3 TPE for it. The journal point task uh, is 150 words, and that gives you $300,000 and plus 2 TPE. So the more important one to do is the PT, because that gives as opposed to plus two, the journal is just under that. So uh, those are your ways to earn TPE. You can also buy equipment once per season, and you can also do something called primetime predictions. Primetime predictions are basically guessing which teams are going to win on stream, Uh, and um, I always put what I think the winner teams are going to be in our channel. That way, uh, rookies like you who are new to the league and, and don't know, um, don't go out there without any knowledge of the existing teams. But you can also look in the um, uh, in the statistics on the um, index once you are more. Um, Comfortable with the league and and figure it out and and can make your own predictions too, but I've gotten pretty good at it I find Um, not so much at the uh, um, Start of season predictions where you guess who's gonna do uh, you know what place the teams are gonna be in But I think really uh, nobody is good at that. (laughs) I I don't know. What do you think? Uh, What do you think bowl and Peg and uh, Hagendaz? you guys have been here for some time?
1: Hagendaz had to leave. Sorry. He, He told me to tell you Oh, okay he typed in this 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 general too to see to tell you he had to go spend time with his spend time with his family.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Um, well, he's been here half the time. Um, that's close. Um, and then, uh, well, what about you, Bull Zero? You've been here for a while. Why don't you tell me um, uh, about your uh, uh, about your experience with the primetime predictions and uh, the especially the start of season predictions.
3: Um. When I remember to do it at the start, typically for the most part, what people recommend, like the GM stuff, what they think are going to be the picks are normally pretty close. You get the upsets every now and again, but as long as you get in, it's a pretty simple and easy way to earn TP, which is always nice to do it with no effort. But, yeah, just need to make sure you remember to do it since it's the easy thing to do every single, for every single time it's up
0: the uh the primetime predictions
3: yeah what about the start season predictions yeah what about uh, the season, season predictions? predictions can be a dumpster fire at times yeah <laughs> you do your best and you get what you get just treat that as anything you get, whatever you get out of that as a bonus and you'll be fine
0: yeah, that's um that's the way I look at it. I, I take a good guess based on previous season performance, but knowing who you know, all the roster moves in the off season for all of the uh, major league teams, that's not uh
3: That's that's not happening.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a difficult thing to do. So Um All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh what you want to do with your player, uh, Bowl Zero. Um tell me about uh, the thought process around uh, building him and how you're allocating uh, TPE. We talked a little bit about Joe's, where uh, he wants to be a good fielder and a good hitter and a good uh, base runner. Uh, What are you you, um, allocating your TPE towards as a
3: pitcher? Uh, Let me find the build I'm working with right now um i'm realistically say i don't know what necessarily is good here and comes to bit changes working off of someone else's build who apparently is pretty good at that kind of stuff um i'm gonna be bumping control a nice bit getting movement up to being normal and fo- and i am mostly focusing on my change up just sorry yeah change up which should give me a good enough spot to be at least decent the miners when I don't get drilled. Mm-hmm. But but considering I don't know what's great here. i just work with people who know better than me and like I'll just borrow builds that they make for me.
0: <laughs> um to give you a little insight, um, you have allowed the most home runs on the team currently. Um I now,
3: don't like that.
0: <laughs> so I'm not sure if that's uh I, I'm sure some of it is luck because, for example, uh, Lewis Randall has lower movement than you um, and has allowed only 7, but you're leading right now with 60, and you have 58 movement on your uh, on your player. So um, you may want to boost a little bit of your movement, but um, I'm always a fan of boosting control. I think that is the uh, best attribute to boost, but... Um, Yeah,
3: my goals are to get to 50 in movement on both sides, which I feel like I'm probably close to if I'm not at yet, and set in control to 70.
0: Yeah, you are at uh, 46 movement versus
3: left, Uh, 48? Uh, No, 47, 48 movement.
0: 47, 48. My math is not very good. I'm sorry. 56
3: on control. Yep.
0: So um, I think your control is actually probably pretty good for the minor leagues, but you might want to boost up movement uh, to 50-50 in the next batch of TPE that you earn.
3: Yeah, and now uh, then the next goal is to try and get control up to towards like 70. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, How many walks have you issued? Let's take a look at your walks here. So you've issued 30 bases on balls – which is just, uh, which is actually pretty um, even with the rest of the team here. You're the second best, but the best is 29, which is CJ Williams, and his uh, control is not the same as yours. What's your archetype for your pitcher? Are you a, a, a fireballer?
3: I think junk.
0: Junk baller. Okay, so that might have something to do with it too, because you're yeah, throwing junk baller. More difficult uh, pitches, but. Anyway, um, yeah, so your your control seems to be pretty good, at least for the minor leagues. In the major leagues, that's going to need to go up for sure. But you might want to work a little bit on movement because they are hitting homers off you, at least this season. And, uh, you know, always, um, you know, you want to improve your, um, you know, your primary uh, pitch there that getting the change up to maximum is always a good investment. It seems to work pretty well.
3: Well, um, I think I'm, I've probably upgraded the change up the most I'm going to since I've already gotten it to 71. And mm-hmm. my guess is based on the build they sent me after that, it kind of becomes diminishing returns at that point where you can get better effects out of other stuff.
0: Yeah. So who's providing you the builds? Is it the Rougarou's, um management? Um,
3: Eldorian did it initially, but during the scouting process, someone else ended up providing me a build as well, which, uh, with, which New Orleans liked even better from C Does It.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
3: who, who, appa- who apparently is a build guru or something for pitching. now. do So he's like, oh, he said that? Yeah, do it. Do that.
0: <laughs> I like to think I'm a build guru for pitching. We'll see, though. I certainly was last season. This season, the stats don't uh, reflect it.
3: Sim's going to sim.
0: Yep, Sim's going to sim. Let's get back to, uh, to Joe over there. I don't want you um, sitting uh, quiet for the for too long here hey, it's
1: fine I'm, a, I'm on my phone waiting
0: <laughs> sitting there texting away
1: um i'm like uh, i'm playing play a texting game to where you got there's the question and you got to type your answer and you, the water's rising and you add on to thing so you just got to keep typing to survive
0: well interesting you're not good at writing uh, jpts and pts but you play a writing game in your spare time that's interesting
1: it's because one word. It's when it's, long, it's when it's long sentences, like over like 100 words I have issues with.
0: Maybe if you uh, break it down into smaller chunks, it won't seem so intimidating. But I'm not sure exactly what um, you know struggles you have with it. So you know, don't necessarily take my advice uh, for sure. But what you can take my advice on is how to build your player and what the attributes do. So, Joe, let's talk a little bit. We, we briefly went over what the attributes were. But I want to do a little bit of a, a deep dive into them for you so you know exactly what your um, attributes uh, do and uh, how they can make your player better. So do you want to, um, let me uh, pull up your character uh, sheet for you and let's talk about um, what the various um, stats uh, do and which, uh, what upgrading the individual ones will be. So I'm going to send you a DM quick with your uh, player sheet, so please open it up when you get a chance and that way we can... Um, uh, that way, we can uh, go through it together. Let me know when you're ready.
1: A minute. All right, I'm
0: in it. Alright, great. So, the first two attributes that you see <clears throat> are uh, something called BABIP. And I remember when we were on the phone together the other day, you said, I have no idea what that means. And when I first started playing in the PvE, I had no idea either. but. Uh, Do you remember what I told you uh, it is?
1: Batting against left and right-handed pitchers.
0: (laughs) Something like that. So it's batting average on balls in play. So BABIP is a very important statistic because um, it affects your player's contact, basically how well they put the bat on the ball. And what the statistic specifically means is If you hit the ball what is your batting average so it's a little bit different in a normal batting average for baseball which is takes into account you know strikeouts and and fly balls and stuff if you hit a fly ball and and you get out that's not part of your batting average but if you strike out um, you know it's also part of your batting average but this does not count strikeouts it only counts when you put wood on the ball so for example what it means is that if you hit the ball how often are you going to get on base, and that's important because especially with things like the shift in baseball, where you move the um, you know interior uh, uh, fielders, you know the shortstop and, and the second baseman and the third baseman, and move them uh, depending on a left-handed or a right-handed hitter. BABIP d- directly affects um, working against the shift, and also directly affects you know your um, fly balls. Me,
1: can you – Excuse me, my cousin. Ask the question. I need to answer.
0: Yeah, sure. I can wait. So,
1: if, we, if, so if you want to talk to him, I'm gonna mute for a second.
0: Yeah, that's fine. So, um, well, just not to lose my train of thought here. Um, Bowl zero. Do you know about Babbitt?
3: No, the concept of it. I don't know about when it comes to batters' updates and everything, but I do know I've watched enough baseball. I've heard the analytics and stuff like that, so I know of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. It's uh it's an interesting statistic. It's it's power. It, it powers the out of the park um engine really. So um, batters have a statistic called uh, contact that you can look at uh, in their um in their stat sheet. And uh, good contact means they get on base more often. Babbitt. The, oh hey. Uh, so that I I thought long. of it. Yeah, I, I thought I was gonna have to go on a long tangent here. But if you're back, Joe. So. BABIP directly equates into your contact, which means that uh, it's the number one way to have a better batting average. So um, the better your BABIP, the better you are going to hit the ball, the more you're going to get on base, and the better batter you're going to be. So BABIP is very important because if you put wood on the ball, BABIP directly equates to how often you get on base. So Uh, BABIP is your number one um, statistic for uh, improving your batting average because it improves your contact specifically. So do you have any questions about BABIP, how it works, or what it does for your player?
1: No, you you pretty much explained it.
0: Great. Um, Next up is avoid Ks. So avoid Ks is also pretty self-explanatory. Avoid strikeouts. You know, if you strike out, you're not going to put the ball into play, and it's not gonna affect your BABIP. So avoid Ks and BABIP are your two pieces for your contact because if you avoid striking out, it means you're gonna put wood on the bat. If you do strike out, you're not putting wood on the bat, and your BABIP isn't being affected. So they kinda go hand in hand. You don't wanna strike out, you wanna at least make contact, and once you've made contact, if your contact is high, you're gonna be more successful. So they go hand in hand and, and those are your two, two key pieces to your batting average and everything else as far as batting goes in the PBE um any questions about avoid k's nope all right great your next one is gap and i remember we talked a little bit about gap um you know one-on-one during the during our yeah call. like i'm
1: still kind of confused on that
0: yeah so gap, i didn't
1: put anything into it at first so <laughs> i didn't know what did
0: it yeah so actually it's funny because gap is probably one of your least effective um attributes as far as a batter goes because gap makes you better at hitting line drive balls as in How much power do you put behind a swing when it stays low? So when you sneak it past the third baseman or in between the short and first How much power is behind that ball as it stays low and gets in the outfield? so gap power makes you hit balls in the corner more often, which is great, sure, because, you know, you're hitting more doubles, you're hitting more uh, triples, right? And that's important, especially with runners in scoring position, so you can, you know, increase your RBI count and get other batters uh, to come around. But more important than gap power is just regular power. And regular power is how good you are at hitting home runs. So while a double or a triple is great, what's even better is a home run. So it's more... Which didn't
1: put points into. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's, it behooves you more as a player to put points into power to the point where you can hit home runs because gap is good and you should put a few points into it. I'm not saying don't put any points into it, but... Power is more important, especially until you get it to the point where you have enough power to hit home runs, because then you're going to be hitting home runs rather than doubles and triples, which are better. Because even if you hit a single, that's probably enough to score the guy on second anyway. Maybe not, but usually. And then you're on base. And as long as you're on base, that's what we want. Getting on base is all that matters. So whether you hit a double or a triple, as long as you're on base, I'm good with it. And I'd rather also, people it, devote points to hitting home runs. Uh, Bull zero, please it, uh,
3: In terms of me seeing updates as well, that is definitely one of the things that people focus on a little later for the gap part. Like, people, I'm seeing a lot of good players of max power, but gap is definitely not the highest thing on their priority list. So that makes sense that while it's a nice thing, it's not really a big thing here. Yeah. Down the minors.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. And an interesting thing about power itself, too, is that since you're the streak archetype, um, which means that you're good at base running, your max power is only 65. But really, that's enough in the grand scheme of things, because power has diminishing returns. Once you have enough power to hit home runs, you really don't need any more. Yeah, it'll increase your home runs a little bit, but it's definitely diminishing returns compared to increasing your BABIP and avoid Ks for hitting home runs uh, at once you've increase the power up into the mid-50s, uh, low-60s kind of area. So uh, even though the streak has a max of 65 power, that definitely won't um, affect you all that much as far as the home runs you're hitting. So, Any questions about gap and power, uh, Joe? Nope. All right, great. Uh, next up is eye patience. So eye patience is looking for good balls to hit. Uh, when you're at bat and you are you know, looking at the ball to hit to make good contact and avoid striking out, you're watching for balls and not swinging at them. That's what eye patience does. So it's important to have some points in there because you don't want to swing at garbage uh, because that'll lead to, um, you know, diminishing returns on how good your contact is because if you hit a bad ball, it is still going to be a ground out, right? So you want to have some good eye patience because you also want to collect walks if the pitcher throws you nothing but garbage. But an interesting thing about eye patience is that if you get it too high, your batter is going to walk too often. And that's kind of funny because if you walk too often, then you're not swinging the bat. A walk is good, but even a hit is better because if you put the ball into play, the other runners can move. Whereas if you just walk, the only movement a batter can make is from first to second if there's already a runner on first. But if there's a guy on second and you take a walk to first, the only thing you've done is set up a double play. So high patience is important, but it's not what you want to necessarily focus on because if it's too high, you're going to overwalk yourself. And as I said, a walk is good, but a hit is better. So... That can be a little funny to wrap your head around, but does what I said kind of make sense? Yeah. What about you, Bull Zero? Do you do you kind of get what I'm I'm saying with eye patience?
3: Yeah, I, it walks are nice, but it's better if you can actually make something happen in play rather than just take a walk and hope something good happens after that.
0: Exactly. Baseball is a chaotic sport, and anytime you put wood on the ball, anything can happen. You know, you can hit it into the corner, triple. You can hit it over the fence, home run. Even a single, somebody could get an error, right? If you put wood on the bat, it's it's great because it helps your team more than just collecting a walk. So eye patience, you want to boost that a little bit, so you, uh, so you're not swinging at garbage and collecting a few walks. But if you start walking more than you're hitting, that it, it could mean that you have too high of eye patience. So definitely want to get that into the mid fifties and then probably leave it there, uh, and you know maybe even the low forties is good enough in the minor leagues. Okay. Next up is the uh, uh, is the stealing abilities, which we alluded to a little bit previously. Speed and stealing ability. So speed and stealing ability go hand in hand. I'm making you a better base runner. Now, previously, our best base runner was AoAo, who's our first baseman. He's got 26 stolen bases thus far in the season. And our second best one is Denny, the player that you are actually replacing. So it's nice that you're a good base runner because... Uh, he has stolen 25 bases this season, and we're definitely going to need somewhere to make that up now that he is no longer on the team and you're taking his spot on the, uh, on the roster. So to give you a little bit about um, his statistics in the base running and speed to collect those 25 uh, stolen bases, and he's only been caught stealing one time, so he's stolen 25 bases and has been thrown out once. And his uh, speed... Is, let me just uh, confirm this for you his uh, his speed is uh, 60 and his uh, base running ability is also 60 so currently um, I think we have your stealing and speed at let me just double check I'm looking at your old roster page but we uh, improved it here so your speed and base running is 55 and 53. So you're really close to where Denny was already. So getting um, speed to 55 uh, is probably all you need to be a really effective base runner. As I mentioned, Denny with um, 60-60 has 25 stolen bases and has only been caught stealing once. Uh, Aoao, our first baseman, he has uh, 50 speed and 70 uh, base running ability. So uh, he has only one more stolen base than Denny and still has that same one caught stealing in, his, in that stat column. So I don't think you really need those higher than 50-50 um, to be extremely good at base running, especially in the minor leagues. So maybe just bumping up your speed two more points to 55 should be all you need to be a really good base runner uh, here in the minor league of the PBE.
1: Okay.
0: Um, Next stats are fielding range and fielding error. Um, Fielding range is the most important statistic for an outfielder. It's basically how far you can throw the ball. And what's nice about that is that if you want to gun somebody down as they're running home as a center fielder or, you know, trying to get an extra base, getting that fielding range up is going to help you accomplish that. Same with uh, fielding error. Fielding error just prevents you from having an error in the outfield. Not many errors really do happen in the outfield, uh, but they occasionally do happen. But I think uh, you should leave that at 30 for now and watch how many errors that you get in your stat line over the season and adjust it accordingly. But your fielding and catching arm, which is currently at 25, that might want to be increased uh, a little bit to make you a better, uh, you know, outfielder so you can gun down batters yeah. more effectively. Yep. Final two are turn double play and catcher ability. Turn double play is not going to be good for you at all as an outfielder. Uh rarely do double plays happen in the outfield. Um so I would not put any points into that having it at 35 is plenty enough for the rest of your career same with catcher ability which is currently at 5 you're an outfielder not a catcher you don't need any catcher ability and i remember when we were talking originally you were like i don't i thought catcher ability just meant how good i was at catching the ball in the outfield <laughs> which is not the case uh how good you are at catching the ball in the outfield is actually in the last three things which is first position second position and third position that's your experience. So, how good at catching in the outfield is a direct correlation between how much experience you have at that position. So, that's the quick rundown of what the stats do. Do you have any questions uh, for me about them, uh, Joe?
1: Nope, not right, not right now, anywhere.
0: All right. Any questions about the PBE um, being on the lemurs? You want to talk a little bit about your excitement for the upcoming stream here at one uh, and your player's debut on the uh, in, in the minor league?
1: Yeah, I'm again. I might not make the beginning, but I'll try to join in when the lemur are, are on. If, if someone DMs me when they when they're about to start.
0: Okay, cool. If I'm not on there. Um, do you have Out of the Park Baseball by the way on your computer?
1: Not sadly, no.
0: Okay. Um, Out of the Park is the engine that powers the game, and so it's a good way to see how you are. Um you know, what to allocate your TPE points into. So, you know, if you have any questions about where to spend your TPE, please just ask me. That way I can help you um, make your player as good as they can be because without Out of the, t- out of the Park, it's going to be difficult for you to do that effectively. Um, I would recommend uh, getting it if you really like the PBE because um, it's fun to look at the sim file and follow your player along for sure. But I understand not everybody has the means always to uh, buy the game. Well, that just about does it for time here. Before we go, Bowl Zero, do you have anything that you wanted to um, say? or uh, Give us some closing notes here, uh, some walk-off music.
3: Uh, Okay. Well, I guess the main thing I want to say is let's just have a great finish to the season and actually make the playoffs and hopefully make a good run there.
0: I mean, truer words have never been spoken.
3: We definitely have the ability to do that. We just got to get it done. (laughs) How about you, Joe? I'm honestly not expecting
1: my character to do that well this season, but I'm expecting him to actually be at least be able to contest it a little bit.
0: I I think you'll do just fine. You've um, since the rebuild of your character that you and I did together, the TPE is a- allocated effectively. Your BABIP is um, is good. Your avoid Ks is good. Um, you've got good gap and power. Um, you've got good eye and patience. You're going to be a. You're at least going to be a base running machine. And as lo- so as long as you can get on base, you're definitely going to be a force to be contended with, uh, running that base path. And with that, we are out of time. Uh, this has been PM Shram and guests Joe and Bowl Zero. Thank you to Hagendas, who had to step out halfway through the podcast. And thank you to our listeners for listening.